Welcome to Holistic Sex Ed Radio, where we are changing the way parents talk to their kids about sex, relationships, and how to stay safe in our rapidly changing world. You are your kid's best source of information and primary example. In these thought-provoking conversations, Robin and her guests seek to improve your relationship skills, expand your knowledge, and give you the tools to help your kids make the most out of their lives. Now, here's your host, Robin LaCrosse. Hello and welcome to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. I'm your host, Robin LaCrosse. January is Cervical Health Month, and we've been talking about cervical health, HPV, and ways to protect yourself against this sexually transmitted virus. So if you've missed the two previous episodes, you'll definitely want to check those out because not only are they great information that you'll definitely want to check out, but we're also having an HPV DNA test giveaway. And you'll learn about the test kit in the first episode on our cervical health stuff, which is two weeks ago. So definitely check that out. You'll also want to enter your name into the drawing to get a chance to win. So go over to the website, holisticsexedradio.com, and just look up there at the top of the page. You'll see the link for the giveaway. I also have a webinar coming up for cervical health. I will tell you about that later on in the episode. So for right now, what I'd like to do is I would like to introduce to you my special guest today, Christina Koblish. She was diagnosed with moderate to severe cervical dysplasia about four years ago while she was obtaining her doctorate in graduate school. She was told that her only option was a medical procedure called LEAP. But as she was in training to become a holistic practitioner herself, she wanted to explore less invasive options. After finding a naturopathic doctor to work with, she committed to six very dedicated months of natural treatments and lifestyle changes. At the end of the six months, she got her first normal pap smear. It's been four years since that time, and she continues to have normal pap smears to this day. Christina is now an upper cervical-specific chiropractor who practices in Boulder, Colorado. When she's not working with patients directly in her practice, she's educating people on her blog, on her Facebook page, and on her YouTube channel about holistic options for managing HPV and offers online group programs that support women through lifestyle changes, HPV diets, and the addition of supplementation. Hey, Christina. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So can you tell us a little bit about how you got started in working with people with HPV, how you got introduced to this whole world? Sure. The exciting topic of HPV, everyone's yes. favorite subject. <laughs> it's, we're biased though, because this is one of our favorite subjects. We feel very strongly about it. Yes, yes, uh, we do. <laughs> okay, so um, much like uh, you know, many people in this industry who, who work with women with HPV, who are passionate about it, it's because we have a, a personal connection or a personal story of some kind. Uh, so for me, my, my personal story is that about five years ago, I was training to be a chiropractor. So I was getting my doctorate out in California and I went into Planned Parenthood and I just want to do a quick caveat. I'm so grateful as like a young woman in her early twenties who didn't have access to healthcare and didn't have a job because I was in school that they were there as a resource for me. Um, But so, yeah, so I went in just for my normal annual uh, pap smear as us women have to do. 
and they sent me a letter within, you know, seven to 10 days and told me, come back. Something looks a little bit weird. And so I, I followed that chain of events. And if, if you're a woman listening or, or, or watching this right now, you know that that is a pretty standard chain of events. So I got another pap smear just to be uh, careful. I actually ended up um, paying to go to like a primary care physician uh, just, you know, to get us a, a second set of eyes. And they mm -hmm. also told me something is abnormal in this pap smear. So the next sort of snowball of that is to do the colposcopy, which um, if you're not familiar with what that is, it's just a little solution that they put on your cervix and they kind of use these like big binoculars up in your lady area to look at the, the bottom of your cervix to see if they can visually spot any abnormalities. Mm hmm and, yes. uh, you know, my doctor kind of gave me the like, uh, I don't really see a lot of things in here that I'm happy with. So I'm going to just clip out a couple biopsies and we're going to get some more, uh, can you hear my dog back there? <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, and so they're going to take the biopsies and they're going to look at the cells even further. So from that point, I was diagnosed with uh, CIN2 in one area and then CIN3 in the other biopsied areas, mm -hmm. which is uh, sort of like the higher end, more moderate to severe cervical dysplasia. Right. And my doctor, my medical doctor told me that my immediate decision and only decision that I had to make was to get a LEAP procedure as soon as humanly possible. Right. And that's sort of where I just kind of took a beat. And I said, well, let me go home. Let me process this. Uh, just as a reminder, I'm in the middle of school. So I'm training to become a chiropractor. And the chiropractic philosophy is a very holistic uh, philosophy in terms of we love and accept the medical profession. And we think they've done amazing things, but we think that they should be reserved for like worst case scenarios. And we should always try and enact uh, the least invasive, most holistic things first when it's safe to do so and then progress to each step uh, if we need to be more invasive. So to mm -hmm. me, elite procedure felt like starting with the absolute most invasive option. So mm -hmm. I went home, I did some research and I found a naturopathic doctor about a little over an hour drive from where I lived, which was a commitment to drive to. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, you know, I, I found her information online and I actually, before I even went to visit this naturopath, I, I talked to my medical doctor on the phone and I told her that I'd like to try maybe, uh, you know, some natural solutions. I'd read about aspirotic treatments. I'd read about diet changes, supplements. And, uh, unfortunately my, my medical doctor shamed me a little bit in that. And, you know, I've, I've had to work to kind of forgive that whole experience um, definitely didn't empower me as a woman to explore my options and really, I feel like highlighted some fear-based stuff that as a 23 year old, non-smoking, incredibly healthy, trained to be a holistic healthcare physician individual that she made me feel like I didn't have any time to spare. And from what I've learned now, that's, that's not usually the case for someone who is, you know, kind of fits what my descriptor yeah. was yeah absolutely yeah so when I met with my naturopath it was a, a totally different uh situation I felt like I was really evaluated as a whole individual person I filled out without like a 20 page questionnaire before I ever even saw her about every aspect of my life my family life my romantic life my nutrition my fears and my concerns 
Um, how committed was I to making lifestyle changes for this particular issue? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's kind of where my journey started. And so I, you know, to make kind of a longer story short, just for right now, I'm sure we'll dive into it a bit. Uh, she put me on a, a pretty strict protocol for six months, and that was to eliminate certain foods out of my diet that was causing unnecessary inflammation in my body. Because uh, we know that unwanted inflammation does not breed good healing within the body. So we needed to try to increase the healing environment of my, my immune system. Mm-hmm. Um, we also increased certain supplements that are known to help target these dysplastic cells in the body and to just naturally boost the immune system in general. We did internal suppositories as a sort of a solution to, to touch these bad cells and to help heal them, as well as the escharotic treatments. I received a few of those. Mm-hmm. So over, oh, and then like, you know, I was not smoking, but that was part of it. Like I wasn't supposed to start smoking. I had to cut out alcohol and then to be mindful of my, the stress in my life and mm-hmm. to surround myself with more community and more connection and to kind of breed those good, happy hormones in the body to, to keep, keep everything good on that end. So I did that for a really strict six months mm-hmm. and I got a new pap smear and a new colposcopy. And I was very blessed that in just that short amount of time, um, I had like what you call like a normal pap. Mm-hmm. And then, yes. yeah, it was, it was amazing. And then six months after that, so 12 months in total, I got a secondary pap smear just to, you know, make sure I can rest easy, mm-hmm. and I'm still normal. And nice. that was a little over four years ago since I got that first normal test. And I've been clear of at least the dysplastic cells or the dysplasia or the CIN1 on my cervix ever since. So mm-hmm. I, uh, I wrote a blog post about this about a year ago and mm-hmm. it ended up spreading like wildfire. Mm-hmm. And I had all of these women start to reach out to me from all over the world, especially now that I'm a practicing physician. I think um, I have just like a really good understanding of the physiology and the body. And then of course my personal experience. Mm-hmm. So uh, I decided to start a community and start teaching and working with women uh, who were in the spot that I was about four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's, uh, that's how I got exposed to HPV and, and working in this field with these women. Yeah. And it sounds like your experience is very similar to my own in that, you know, I was exposed. This actually happened a long time ago, back in the late nineties. And when I was back in 2000, living in Colorado, I went back and my pap smear was, you know, severe dysplasia. The, uh, the colposcopy, the biopsies came back is the same, you know, sin two, sin three. And I also took a natural approach, worked with a naturopathic doctor, did the protocol for, you know, the holistic treatment and Mm -hmm. got great results. 14 years later, I was still HPV free, normal pap smears. And, you know, it was just really empowering and awesome to be able to, you know, decline the doctor's recommendation of cryotherapy, which is freezing your cervix. And, you know, saying, you know, it's like, I'm going to go try this first and see what I can do with it. And I was able to, you know, reverse it, turn it back normal. And so it was really great. And, you know, I also want to appreciate and shout out to Planned Parenthood because they're a huge resource for young people. You know, that's where I was first diagnosed with HPV. 
Um, that's where I went back to back in 2000 and got re-diagnosed. You know, I ignored it for, I don't know, three or five years or something like that. <laughs> and, you know, so the whole trauma of it all. And, and then when I was ready to deal with it, you know, then it was really time to deal with it. And right. fortunately for me, you know, I had a great result. And that made me realize that, you know, that the cervix actually does respond really well to these alternative, these holistic treatments. And I think... It's unfortunate that, you know, the physicians, the, you know, the medical establishment puts this um, level of fear into women about abnormal pap smears. I've, you know, had clients who have come back to me and, you know, just totally freaked out, you know, like, oh, my doctor says I have pre-cancer on my pap smear. And then when they, you know, decide to treat it alternatively, I've had, you know, some physicians fire my clients, you know, like, oh, you're not going to do what I tell you to. I'm done. I'm not going to help you or work with you or anything like that. And right. all of that is really traumatic for women. Right. Absolutely. It's, you know, I always try to remind, you know, my patients and my clients that I work with that HPV, like the V stands for virus. And so mm-hmm. a lot of what we can do to treat a virus is, you know, when you have a, a cold virus, it's sort of like the, the common cold for your female reproductive organ, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the same sort of logic follows through to addressing, of course, it's got much more serious ramifications than a cold, right? A cold mm-hmm. is not going to possibly, if left untreated, progress into an invasive cancer. Right. Um, but that being said, that the way that you address a virus, regardless of what viral component it is or where it lives, is, is very similar. There are mm-hmm. certain things, you know, uh, certain particular supplements or things that you can apply directly on certain cells that respond better to certain areas of the body, right? Like you wouldn't use the same cream for like a hand wart as you would uh, one down between your legs. However, the idea of that it's a virus, like we need Mm -hmm. to just, our bodies have this internal capability of of healing. If Mm -hmm. you fundamentally believe if you slice your hand open that within a day, you're going to have a scab and that scab will fall off and new skin will grow underneath. If you have that fundamental belief in the body, then you have to also fundamentally accept that a virus can be tackled or at least co-managed in a way that includes things like diet, rest, Mm -hmm. uh, supplementation, things of that sort. So, yeah, absolutely. And with viruses, it's all about the immune system. And, you know, some of the sexually transmitted viruses, you know, we do get to keep for life, you know, HIV is an example, herpes is another example. But with um, HPV, we found that in the majority of cases, the immune system is able to fight back against the virus and is able to clear it usually in about two years or so. Um, For some people, it does persist and continue to cause problems over time. And uh, you know, it's it's very interesting. You know, I have one client who was HPV positive and having problems with her cervix for over 14 years. And um, when we started working together, I had this cream that was developed uh, to take the place of suppositories, which we'll get mm-hmm. into here shortly. And she was able to reverse her, you know, abnormal pap smears and get rid of the HPV. She's had two PAPs now that are HPV free, you know, which is great. Yeah. After 14 years of being positive, she is like over the moon excited. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, She's really happy about that. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about HPV and natural healing some more. So stay tuned.
It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com The White House doctor makes house calls. Listen every week for House Calls with Dr. Connie Mariano. Dr. Connie has served as the White House physician under three U.S. presidents. Now she joins the Voice America Empowerment Channel to help you enrich yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Our guests will include professionals from a variety of fields who will bring you tips that you can apply to your own life. Listen for House Calls with Dr. Connie every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to Lead Up as we celebrate the influence of women in business and beyond. Your host, Colleen Biggs, speaks with guests who have stories to share, have faced adversity, and have become success stories in business, in their communities, and in personal accomplishments. Join the strong and the brilliant ones and understand that the world is ready for you to be at your best. Lead Up for Women is heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Want to go deeper into this conversation? Visit us on the web at HolisticSexEdRadio.com. Now back to Robin LaCrosse. So, Christina, can you tell us a little bit about your healing journey from HPV? Like, what things do you think made the biggest difference for you? Yeah, sure. Um, Well, you know, I've kind of already laid out what my protocol looked like, so I'll just go into a little bit more detail as to what each one entailed. Um, you know, five or so years ago. And actually, let me just jump in and ask you: How long have you had the Facebook support group that you have been an mm-hmm. admin of? Uh, how long have I had it? I've had it probably there for probably four years because I was re re-diagnosed in 2015. So probably around that time is when I moved it onto Facebook and community support has been really powerful. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I wanted to touch on is, you know, you must have been starting that group up right around the same time that I had been diagnosed with this. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, one thing that I did not do, I didn't even try to find a community of women who may be experiencing the same thing as I was. Mm -hmm. I don't think Facebook groups had really taken off as big yet as if I got diagnosed with something tomorrow, one of the first things I would do is find a support group on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at, at the time I had the people in my life who were supportive. I had an incredibly supportive boyfriend. Um, my family was there for me. And that community was a big part of getting me through it. Because when you tackle HPV from a point of uh, complete overhaul of your life, to strengthen your body to its absolute highest capacity of healing. It requires a lot of sacrifice. It requires a lot of dedication and it's helpful to have a team of support around you for things like that. And so Mm -hmm. I I do want to commend you for starting that Facebook group. I so wish that I could have had something like that. I'm actually a a moderator in another one of these about almost 5,000 people HPV support group. And man, like these women are scared and they feel alone. And Mm -hmm. I love that these communities help like bring us together despite it, you know, it's kind of around a crappy topic. Um, it is something that is super important. So I just, yeah, I wanted to touch on that. And, and thank you for starting your, your group and creating a space for women. That's really important. 
one of the first things that my naturopath talked to me about was changing my diet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we can jump into that in a minute, but one of the first things we started with was doing a blood test for me. And so mm-hmm. we did a blood test that checked any kind of markers in my blood that would indicate that I have certain allergy or food allergies, um, that may be causing unwanted inflammation within my body that I may not even be aware of. So mm-hmm. I had this blood test done and the strangest things came back. Uh, the, the two that stand out to me that I use as examples are walnuts even though I don't have a true nut allergy or there's no symptoms that happen mm-hmm. every single time I eat anything with a walnut in it, it was causing uh, kind of a breakdown of my stomach lining. It was bleeding into my bloodstream and, it, and then my body had to then go in and try and eradicate these little particles and that mm-hmm. was causing inflammation. And it was right. basically every little ounce of energy that your body is being diverted away from HPV is that much less likely that it's fighting the HPV virus. So Mm -hmm. things like pineapples and walnuts I had to eliminate. And then of course, all the big, you know, the things that we know that are inflammatory to the body. So like our wheats, the dairies, things like that. I I cut out um, alcohol. Uh, And I did that for a very strict six months. Mm -hmm. And that was, like to be honest the hardest part i uh i love a glass of wine and Mm -hmm. i had to really scale back on stuff like that sure and who doesn't love a good you know pineapple right (laughs) it was just just these Uh little things that i had to even though i had no in my face symptoms i had to just respect the fact that like okay my body can't have those things for a for a little while, if not, maybe ever, if I want to be perfect, right? Right, yeah, and I really love um, the love that your naturopath sent you to do blood chemistry first, because I think that's actually really important. I encourage my clients to do the same thing as go out and, you know, get a full panel of blood tests. I don't normally include the food allergy testing, but I see where that has great value. Mm -hmm. And one of the reasons that I encourage my clients to go get that full blood panel done is because I want to look and see, you know, are there signs of other things going on in the body that the immune system is busy elsewhere, you know. Um, Sometimes you can find evidence of, you know, GI inflammation. Sometimes you can find evidence of parasites. And while it's not a diagnosis of that sort of thing, it's a clue to be like, oh, this is a little bit high, higher than it should be. Sometimes this can mean that, you know, maybe this Mm -hmm. is something you want to go explore. And so, you know, having a full blood of, you know, full panel of blood tests done can be expensive, you know, depending on, you know, what your insurance covers. And a lot of times, you know, insurance companies leave you guessing exactly how much you will be spending on something like that. And because I'm a holistic health practitioner, and I don't have the ability to write orders for blood tests, what I end up doing is I send my clients to this website called uh, Life Extension. It's a company, Life Extension Foundation. They're in Florida. And they have um, a contract with LabCorp who is a you know laboratory across the country there and pretty much everywhere. Mm-hmm. And for like 200 bucks, 250 bucks, you can go and get like an entire blood panel done. So like your your yeah. CBC, your chemistry panel, your hormones, you know, your cholesterol, like all of that stuff for you know, $269 most of the year and then uh, during the spring they have a sale where they put everything on sale for 200 bucks. And that's a great um, deal. I mean, sometimes if you're going to your, you know, pri- primary care physician, they're billing your insurance $600 
and then mm-hmm. it only covers a certain, so, you know, if you can do that in the comfort of your own home and get the same results for mm-hmm. probably very close to the same price, that's awesome. Yeah. And actually you wouldn't do it in the comfort of your own home because you oh. do have to go to the laboratory to get poked. Oh, but I wasn't you, sure if it was a finger pricker or not. No, no, it's actual oh, okay. blood draw. So, but you can order your tests, you know, online and then you just take the blood test order with you to the local, local lab core. And if there doesn't happen to be one in your area, mm-hmm. they can send you like a blood draw kit and then you just go to like your, uh, your local okay. hospital or whatever Got and you it. pay 15 bucks, you know, for the blood draw fee or whatever. So it's very easy um what's nice about it is you know exactly how much you're going to pay and you get like a panel of i don't i never counted them exactly but there's like 50 different tests you know like if you were to pay full retail it would cost you upwards you know 1500 to 2000 dollars if you were to pay like full retail on it you know one thing that's super fascinating or not even fascinating is you know we use the statistic a lot that within two years most women clear the virus Mm -hmm. which if you're one of those women who, are, you know, is listening in on this right now and you're like, well, great. Like I somehow have fallen into not the majority of someone who just clears this virus right. within two years. Like what's wrong with me? There's a lot of like questioning of like mm-hmm. guilt around your Why own. me? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, you know, it's oftentimes it usually is something like kind of around this topic of what we're talking about. It's like the, the resources of your immune system, you know, if you have got a full cup, is there may just be a couple of other resources that are, you know, like a little hole that's kind of falling out of the cup or letting mm-hmm. some liquid drain out. It's not allowing your immune system to pay attention to what's more important, which is this HPV virus. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So yeah. It's really and good. so, and you know, the great news is too, is, uh, you know, after I eliminated all of these things for six months, I got my first normal test. And then I kind of slowly started cheating a little more in those next six months mm-hmm. just to kind of see if I add these things back in, is it going to tailspin me right back into testing positive again? And it did mm-hmm. not. And to be truthful, I eat totally normal now. So, mm-hmm. you know, I say normal as in I eat some of the things that are still considered healthy, but may still divert some of my healing energy. So right. mm-hmm. now that I'm saying all of this out loud, <laughs> it, might be, it might be a good little reminder to check back in on what some of those things were. But I think that diet played a huge role in clearing this for me uh, alongside the other things, but that was where we started. And so I'm mm-hmm. assuming that because we started with that topic, that that was one of the fundamental things that we needed to get on top of. Yeah, definitely. So let's take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, let's talk more about diet, like what you were doing. And, um, and I know that you have a meal plan that you kind of developed. And so let's, when we come back, we'll talk about those. Awesome. Thanks. All right. So one more thing before we go to break, HPV affects millions of women. And if you or someone that you care about has been affected by HPV, if you're dealing with an HPV infection, I'd like to invite you to a free webinar that I'm doing on February 8th at 10 a.m. Pacific. It's virtual, so you can attend anywhere in the world. I'm going to have a replay available, so if you can't attend live, no problem. Just sign up for the webinar, and you'll automatically get the replay. In this workshop, we are going to be talking about strategies that will help you ace your next pap smear. Basically, this is what you can do to heal your cervix, to give your body the building blocks it needs to produce healthy cervix cells and fight back against HPV. So you can go to my website, holisticsexedradio.com, and you'll see the link there at the top of the page. You can click there to sign up, and I look forward to seeing you on the 8th. 
Be right back. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Want to make positive changes in your life? Explore mindfulness with host Rusty Williams on Thinking Hypnotically, Living Mindfully. People from all walks of life use hypnosis and mindfulness to overcome problems and increase positivity. It's time to take back control of your own life and make it more productive. Tune in for Thinking Hypnotically, Living Mindfully, live every Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time and 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Life-changing events can have positive and or negative repercussions. When they happen, they can feel elating or devastating to those affected. It can also get in the way of your personal and professional life. On Life-Altering Events with host Frank Zakari, we examine the scope of these events and discuss how to move forward in the wake of the opportunities presented. It's never too late to get started or pick up the pieces and move forward. Listen Tuesdays at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Want to go deeper into this conversation? Visit us on the web at HolisticSexEdRadio.com. Now back to Robin LaCrosse. And we're back. So, Christina, I know that... At least for me personally, when I work with clients and I have them go out and do blood chemistry tests, blood tests, um, I basically what I do is I sit down, I analyze those results, and then that helps me to create a roadmap as far as like what I'm going to suggest to people for supplementation. And I know that supplementation was part of you know the protocol that you were engaged in as you were healing your cervix and same with me too. I was on a pretty extensive uh, supplementation program. So let's talk a little bit about supplements. Sure. Um, well, the first part of my supplementation kind of like package that I was prescribed is, is kind of standard for HPV. So uh, Dr. Tori Hudson has a, a well-known established uh, or, like an oral protocol of supplementation mm-hmm. that consists of things like high doses of vitamin A, vitamin C, our methylated folate, uh, and green tea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a couple of other things that she adds in there, but those are sort of like the biggies. And so I immediately was prescribed all of those per where I fell in uh, my diagnosis of moderate to severe cervical dysplasia. Um, But then on top of that, we kind of like you just described, we looked at my blood test that I had done and we looked to see where maybe my body wasn't naturally getting all of the right like small minerals and vitamins that I needed outside Mm -hmm. of this HPV protocol. Right. So there were some specific minerals that I was deficient in just because, you know, we, we can do our best to eat really clean and really well, but it takes a lot of work to make sure that you have enough zinc in your diet and like all of these little tiny things. Mm -hmm. It's just so hard to keep track of everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So 
So I was, you know, probably on anywhere between like 10 to 12 different supplements in this course, which seems really extreme, but I was on a mission. I was going to do whatever it took for the six month time period to try to either not have to get a leap or to at least have a leap of a smaller area done so that there was less damage to my cervix so I could feel better about, you know, the possibility of pregnancy later in my life. Right. Um, and so, you know, that's what I did. Supplements, they are tricky. Let me just say that right now. Sometimes the combination of certain supplements together, like they made me feel like my stomach was really distended or I burped a lot through this process. <laughs> so kind of the more uncomfortable things of supplements. Supplements, um, you know, they are natural, but when you're taking them in these high, high concentrated amounts, sometimes it can be uncomfortable and it takes a little bit of kind of playing around with what's the best way to take them what parts of the day, what combination. So uh, yeah, supplements were a big part of my journey. And like I said, Dr. Tori Hudson's protocol, if you're not familiar with that, um, and any ladies out there, I highly recommend. It's, it's a very small chapter in her book. Um, and it's, I think it's fairly easy to read and it kind of highlights all of the big supplements. So I was on those, uh, you know, to, to boost my immune system and to try to fight the HPV dysplasia that had grown from this virus. Um, but at the same time, then we just had to look at me outside of Christina, who has HPV. We just had to look at Christina's functioning body at all and try and bring up certain, uh, you know, minerals and vitamins and things that I may have been deficient in mm-hmm. from the get-go. Yep. Yeah. And with our stressful lives and everything, it's, I find that a lot of people fall into that nutritional hole where, like they're actually like so depleted in their reserves that it actually takes a while to build back up those, those reserves, you know, like the trace minerals, like the zinc, you know, that's Mm -hmm. essential for immune system. Vitamin D is something else that a lot of people are really low in and vitamin D is essential for hormones. You know, it's essential for the immune system, essential for all sorts of things. And, you know, it's like, how do you know, unless you go and do a blood test, just like you, you won't know. And so that's why I think that doing the blood test is really important for women who are dealing with, you know, severe cervical dysplasia in particular, you know, it's like the more severe it is, the more you really need to go after it and having Mm -hmm. that targeted health and wellness plan, I think makes a huge difference, you know, whereas somebody who's dealing with ASCUS or SIN1, you know, mild cervical dysplasia, chances are there's, they have a 60% chance of it going back to normal on its own, just, you know, statistically wise. And Mm -hmm. if you're going to go and like take action to increase your chances, then, you know, there's a lot that anybody can do, but for the people who are dealing with the more severe forms of cervical dysplasia, I think having that professional help really makes a difference, especially when it comes to the supplements because quality does matter. And I think it's really important to use high quality supplementations, ones that actually make it into your bloodstream and do what they're intended to do rather than just give you expensive pee, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I love when people call it expensive beer, and that's funny. Yes. Um, and, and the kind of unfortunate thing for the general public is that some of these more trusted brands for supplementation, you can only get through a physician or, mm-hmm. you know, you have to work really hard on the internet to find these resellers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I recommend lots of brands that are supposed to only be sold through physicians that you can find right. on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they are still of high quality, but it takes a little bit of legwork. And mm-hmm. 
And some companies actually discourage their practitioners from selling on like Amazon and will take away their, their privilege to sell if they're like undercutting other practitioners on Amazon and these online platforms. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think this might actually be a really great segue into talking about um, getting access to these supplements. So one one kind of issue that I have found in my work over the last year working with these women with HPV is that there's, uh, there can be kind of two roadblocks when you're looking to find like a high quality folate supplement or, or green tea concentrate or things like that is um, one of them is price. So when you buy lots of these individually, you're looking at over $100 a month just in supplementation that can feel very pricey. easily. Yeah, That's easily. not always within everybody's means. And, yep. you know, I always encourage women to like really pause before they assume that that's outside of their means because this mm-hmm. is really important. Like there may be some sacrifices financially that you make for it. It, it right. makes you money in the long run. Um, but maybe for some other women that I work with, like in particular, I've got some women in like parts of Australia or even Southeast Asia where they don't actually get shipments out to their area it's hard for them to find high quality supplements that ship to their area Um, and so one of the things that I like to help women do is you know supplementation is amazing it's a good way to know that for sure without a shadow of a doubt you're getting that mineral or that nutrient into your body Mm -hmm. but the most efficient way that our body absorbs and uses these nutrients is when they're found like naturally speaking in the wild, if you will. Yes. So Mm -hmm. eating like a bunch of leafy greens that are loaded with folate in it. As soon as you eat that, it's ready to go. The body can use it. The body Mm -hmm. loves it. Even in its purest supplementation form of methylated folate to be absorbed into the body even though we say it's bioavailable and that your body can use it right away, it, there's still like one degree of separation between when you're eating it versus when you're supplementing with it. Mm-hmm. So um, being able to consume these vital nutrients like through your diet is huge. And yeah. if you play the game right, you can actually meet the same needs of a supplement Um, because a lot of times the supplementation values are so high, like we overshoot what we need because we know that our absorption isn't going to be a hundred percent of that. Right. Uh, With food, we sort of don't run into that same level of discrepancy between what we're consuming versus what we're able to use. So that's a very technical long winded version of, uh, saying that I have created this, uh, HPV diet meal plan. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I work with women and depending on how committed they are, where they are in the process, we can do week long or four to six week long programs, um, that, you know, lets you know on every single meal that you're eating, I've created a recipe and a shopping list for what to go out for that week and what to shop for and what to cook and prep to make sure that you're getting enough folate in your diet that week if you can't supplement. And then right. supplementing on top of it's just a plus. So I thought I would just kind of touch on that there for a quick quick spot. Yeah, perfect. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So Christina, um, let's talk a little bit about what you did vaginally, so topically for the cervix. I know for me, actually I think for both of us, we use suppositories and escharotic treatments. Mm-hmm. So um, let's start out talking a little bit about the suppositories. Yeah, absolutely. And suppositories, you know, that's kind of a tricky topic and I'm sure we can kind of unfold that in a little bit here. 
Um, but if you don't know what a suppository is, it's kind of like this little bullet that you insert, uh, kind of like a tampon, and then it melts at the base of your cervix and then is allowed to be absorbed by the body. And so why these are so important and such a critical part of all of this is kind of everything we've talked about up until this point with the supplementation and the blood chemistry and the diet is all of that focuses on the internal healing portions of our body. We're trying right. to boost our natural immune system so that it's at its heightened capacity to, to heal your body from the inside out. That being said, the dysplasia and the HPV is tested technically from the outside of your body. Mm -hmm. So the external part of your cervix, which is exposed through the opening of the vagina. And so we can't ignore this area as well. And so these suppositories, right. um, they're loaded with, you know, depending on what kind of suppositories you're prescribed or who, what kind of compounding pharmacy we're working with, they can contain, you know, certain awesome properties that when melted and absorbed by the body, it's directly kind of soaking into where the dysplasia is, is externally presented. And so you're kind of sandwiching the body with strengthening the inside of your immune system and then also topically applying um, the absorption of these suppositories. So I was on specifically, or I was using, um, I'm pretty sure that they were green tea suppositories mm -hmm. is what we were using. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of my suppositories were actually used in between the escherotic treatments as sort of right. like a buffer to heal. And I know that we're going to talk a little more about the escherotics mm -hmm. here in a bit, but that's where my, es or I'm sorry, where my suppositories came in. And those were actually a pretty, a pretty small portion of what, what I did. Like it mm -hmm. wasn't for the full six months. I wasn't on a, a heavy regimen of suppositories. I really only had them for about two months of time. And then the rest of it was the internal work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I actually feel like the suppositories were really important for my healing too. And when we come back from this commercial break, I'd like to talk a little bit more about the suppositories and escherotic treatments. So stay tuned and we'll be right back. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Exploring the Enneagram with Dr. E is an amazing way to help you be you. Join host Dr. Deborah Egerton as she helps you to see how exploring the Enneagram helps you understand why you do the things you do. Understanding yourself can strengthen relationships, offer new perspectives, and help you live the life you were intended to live. You'll look at different aspects of your life in a whole new light. Exploring the Enneagram with Dr. E is broadcast live every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Broaden your mind. Open your heart for a greater understanding of how to express your pure and authentic nature. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Simron. Author, publisher, and life mentor broadens minds and opens hearts to a greater understanding of life, consciousness, and humanity. 1111 Talk Radio is every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 1111 Talk Radio. You are not on a journey. You are the journey. You are experience experiencing itself. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. 
Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Want to go deeper into this conversation? Visit us on the web at HolisticSexEdRadio.com. Now back to Robin LaCrosse. And we're back. So uh, one other thing I wanted just to talk about, about the suppositories, is when I originally um, addressed my HPV and cervical dysplasia, I had access to suppositories that were made from herbal formulas. And so um, I used, I think, two different kinds. One was a vitamin A suppository, mostly for healing. And then the other was a antiviral suppository, essentially. And over time, what has happened is the FDA has made it really difficult for these small companies who were producing these suppositories to make them. And so one by one, each of these companies has stopped making them. And so when I got re-exposed to HPV in 2015, what I found was that those suppositories were no longer available. Mm-hmm. I was able to go to my doctor and get green tea suppositories. I was able to get turmeric suppositories um, through compounding pharmacies. But what I found was um, even though I was able to heal my cervix, and so I got my pap smear back to normal, it was still positive for HPV. And what I realized was missing from the protocol that I did was these suppositories that had these herbal antiviral properties, which Mm -hmm. basically triggered a search for information. And, you know, I'm not good at taking no for an answer. So when somebody (laughs) says, no, we can't make those anymore, I'm like, hmm, well, what else can we do? And eventually I managed to get my hands on the recipes for them and um, found a herbalist who would make them for me. And so while I wasn't able to make a quote unquote suppository because of the difficulty of getting the mixture into that bullet shaped suppository, et cetera, et cetera. And the regulations that are surrounding all of that, we made it into a cream. And so I used that. I had a batch made. I used that and my next pap smear came back normal, which it already was. And then also negative for HPV. And then it's been negative since then, which has been a couple of years. So I'm like, yay. So this is, I really felt like an important part to my protocol. And since having those made, um, as I mentioned before, that my client who had was HPV positive for 14 years, she used those creams and was able to reverse her HPV, which was great. She was super excited about that. So I think addressing the HPV you know, externally at the face of the cervix. And I use that word externally a little bit loosely because it is inside the vagina. So it doesn't feel like it's external, but it's true. We can access that area, you know, with our fingers, through our speculum, you know, through the vagina, et cetera, et cetera. And so I think it's really important to address that aspect of it. And especially because that's where HPV is living is in that area. And so when we, introduce things that are healing or immune stimulating or antiviral that we're putting those properties right against the cervix where the HPV is living. And I think that's super important. You know, I've been talking to a lot of other naturopathic doctors recently mm-hmm. um, and asking about their protocols. And I've got like a, I've done a couple uh, interviews on my YouTube channel 
And I'm getting, at least out here in Colorado, there is a kind of like a new wave of how naturopaths are taking on suppositories and trying to uh, be a little more cautious with the escharotic treatments so mm-hmm. that the escharotics should really be reserved for like some of the, you know, further progressed cases. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in some cases, a lot of these physicians are telling me that they're having great results with even people who are in the moderate uh, dysplasia mm-hmm. categories um, with just the suppositories and yeah. kind of holding back on the escharotics until they've tried suppositories first, which mm-hmm. is not quite how I had it done. They sandwiched mine together, but right. man, if I, if I could have avoided the escharotics, like I'd love to, to kind of jump into that topic. Yeah. I felt like um, out of all the things I did, the escharotic treatments were probably the harshest mm-hmm. thing that, that we did to my cervix. And I've found, you know, cause that's not something that I offer my clients. Um, I've found that I've actually gotten really good results without it too. Yeah, I've had some women who've had like, um, you know, moderate to severe dysplasia, get things back to normal without having to do it. And I think it's a great option for, you know, women who need it. But yeah, I actually do like the idea of trying to do it without it first. Sure, sure. Mm -hmm. And and one thing I try to always remind women is that time is on your side. Mm -hmm. And that for the vast majority of women who are HPV positive and where that HPV does not clear and progresses to different levels of dysplasia, um, that's a like typically it's a very slow moving process. So if you decide to, you know, do heavy supplementation and diet changes and suppositories for three months, and if it doesn't clear, you know, or it doesn't reduce in the way that you're looking for it to, then maybe open up the discussion of the escharotics. But, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. you know, for for anyone who's not familiar with what an escharotic treatment is, is depending on the physician, it can vary a little bit, but it's generally a bromelain-based material um, or like liquid substance that they put on the cervix that Mm -hmm. essentially slowly kind of burns away. I I shouldn't use the word burn. It kind of like destroys yeah like sl- they they call it sloughs off like the, the <laughs> such an interesting such word yeah right, right. but basically my understanding is is it causes the abnormal cells to kind of swell up a little bit uh, maybe mm-hmm. take on too much water and then just kind of like fall off basically mm-hmm. and it doesn't mm-hmm. harm the normal cells the normal tissue and so basically it's a way of causing a more rapid turnover of the abnormal uh, cells on the cervix so that we can, and as we're doing the supplementation and taking in the good diet so that our body is producing healthy cervix cells. Mm -hmm. So as the healthy cervix cells rise up, you know, and come towards the surface, the abnormal stuff is sloughed off. And the goal is at the end of that, you know, to have nice, healthy new cervical tissue. (laughs) Right, exactly, exactly. Yes. And it's it's done spread out over like a 10 to 12 week period, usually yep. about one to two a week. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that these cells are kind of sloughing off and then healing and then sloughing off again and then healing mm-hmm. in between. And it's this very gentle process of trying to rid the cells from the cervix mm-hmm. instead of the procedure that, you know, with like a cryo procedure or a leap procedure, there's a couple of different options there, which is meant to be a quick and fast grab and go, right. um, which 
has its higher risks than if you slowly just try to reduce those cells that are mm-hmm. happening there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I will say if I'm just being really transparent, uh, firstly, I'm super grateful that my practitioner took on the, the higher risk of doing these procedures. Not a lot of practitioners do them anymore. Right. Um, because I think that it, it, I was pretty, pretty far progressed where I was with myself. So I'm glad that I had the option to do it. That being said, uh, ascaric treatments are uh, psychologically and emotionally very unnerving for women. Mm-hmm. And so although the physical discomfort was not much more than a pap smear with some, you know, mild cramping that I would experience in the middle of it, yep. uh, the emotional and psychological aspect of two times a week for 20 minutes um, being reminded very physically, very tangibly of what was going on with that mm-hmm. discomfort Um, you know, at the end of everything, I had to really kind of reestablish my, like a healthy relationship with my reproductive area. Mm -hmm. Um, because, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of women say that they're grateful that they had the escherotic treatments, but they can be a little bit, uh, traumatizing depending on women's relationship with their, with their vagina, with their sexuality, all of these types of things. And so, absolutely, um, you definitely can't be having sex (laughs) while you are undergoing these treatments. So when you take off, you know, or when I, when you are, are not intimate, with someone that you're usually intimate with in this time period. Um, and the only relationship you've had with your vagina is someone kind of up there, like putting all these <laughs> things with the cramping. Mm-hmm. It, it mm-hmm. does create an interesting psychological loop that I think is tough for women to then come out of when their partner is like, okay, we're ready to go now. And they're like, right. ah. I'm still <laughs> feeling traumatized. And yeah, the start, yeah. you know, a lot of mixed feelings about having a sexually transmitted virus. And mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of stuff wrapped up in there to unpack. So, um, so we're closing in here. And before we wrap things up today, Christina, I want to make sure that we have opportunity to tell people about your free gift. So you are offering a complete three-day immune boosting HPV diet uh, sample meal plan. Can you tell people about that? Yes. So I already kind of touched base that I have these full meal plans that I'll work with with, with groups of women. Um, but I really thought that, you know, before women invest in something like that, it's nice to get a little taste of what it looks like. So I've created um, what I what I consider to be a sample meal plan of what the full program looks like. And what's really great about it is I use a very beautiful program. So it's got these beautiful photo cards of the recipes Mm -hmm. and every single recipe that's in there, it's going to be three main meals as well as three snacks every single day. And the ingredients that I chose for every single snack and every single meal is due to their high density properties for some of these big nutrients that we know are huge. So I'll just kind of, Echo them back again. That's Mm -hmm. going to be vitamin C. Folate is a huge one. Green tea. um, And then I must be missing another one in there. Um, But those are the ones that I really focus in on just for Mm -hmm. the sample meal Mm -hmm. plan. And so it gives you your shopping list for all three days. So you just make one trip to the store and it gives you all of your snacks. So you don't have to think about anything. It tells you how to prep everything. So it's very easy to just come home from work and have things kind of ready to go. So um, I would love to share that with the audience here listening. And um, I think you'll link to the information on how to get. Yes. Yes. So we're going to have all that information in the show notes and people can go to holistic success radio.com 
and just click on the previous episodes link and that will bring you to Christina's episode and all the links that we've talked about, the books like for Tori Hudson um, and the resources that we've mentioned today. So thank you so much, Christina. It's been really great chatting with you. And I know that people are really going to benefit from the information that we shared here today. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me and everything you do for women with HPV. I'm glad we've got another female warrior out there. Yes. I'm, I'm grateful for what you do for women too. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thanks. Thanks for listening today, everybody. And just a reminder, go over to the website and put your name in the hat for the HPV test giveaway. This is a great opportunity to find out your HPV status. And also, if you have any concerns about your cervical health, definitely sign up for the webinar. Be sure to tune in next week because we are going to be talking about condoms, how to get your partner to wear a condom. So this is going to be great information if you're dating, if you have a teenager, if you need it for birth control. This is going to be really informative. So definitely check it out. I also have some more surprises for you. Just a reminder, I'm going to say it again. Our giveaway for the HPV test closes at the end of this month. So definitely take advantage of it. Go sign up for it. All right, everybody, have a great week and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Thank you for spending some of your precious time with us today. While these conversations may be difficult at times, the rewards are well worth it. We have the power to change the world by what we teach our kids. Join host Robin LaCrosse next Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another thought-provoking conversation. Thank you and have a beautiful day.